Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. I have something to tell you, Peggy. Peggy Douglas had wondered about those words which Nicholas Bourne had spoken to her over the telephone. Had wondered about the urgency of Nicholas Boyd. But she dismissed it rather lightly because she couldn't possibly know Nicholas' state of mind. Only two people knew what he was really feeling. Aunt Mary and Kip Mead. Nicholas had told Aunt Mary that he was in love with Peggy. Aunt Mary had asked him what he intended to do about his proposed marriage to Peggy. Since the marriage had been planned as the theoretically perfect marriage. Three of emotional disturbances, a marriage of understanding and companionship, and Nicholas, as well as Peggy, had denied any feeling of romantic love. Nicholas didn't know what he planned to do, although he realized his love for Peggy made a great difference. It was while he was in this state of indecision that he confessed his predicament to a pretty stranger. The stranger was none other than Chip Mead, who had advised him never to marry anyone who was in love with someone else, because that was what he had done. He had married Bill Mead, knowing that Bill loved Peggy Douglas. She had hoped that Bill would forget Peggy, but it had been a vain hope. Even her treacherous plan to hold Bill by passing off Lisa Fenner's baby as her own had failed to change Bill's mind. He was determined to get a divorce. She hadn't heard from Bill for some time, but she'd tried to be patient. Surely Bill would make an attempt to get in touch with her sooner or later. She wanted Chip to apply for the divorce, but she had refused, and this Chip knew would annoy Bill. Now, in her father's home, the pretentious 11th Street house in the little town of Wakefield, Kip Mead here. Hello. Hello, Kip. Oh, yes, Bill. I've been rather expecting to hear from you. I have to see you, Kip. Well, Bill, you know where to find me. Uh, but I'd rather not come to 11th Street. You haven't seen the baby for days. Yeah, I know that. Better than you do, maybe. But, well, I'll explain that, too, when I see you. All right, Bill. But I think it's pretty silly for us to be meeting like a couple of accomplices when all you have to do is come over here to Dad's house. But since you don't want that, where shall I meet you? Well, why don't we just have lunch at the hotel? Oh, no, thank you. I don't believe in mixing dramatics and food, if you don't mind. Well, all right. I don't care where we get together. You decide. Why don't I just let you open? Okay. That's what you want to do. Can you come about three? Yes. Yes, I'll be there at three, Bill. And promptly on time, Kip Mead parked her father's big car outside Bungalow B of the Wakefield Auto Court. Went up the cellar stairs to the little porch. She dressed with exceptional care. There was something incongruous in the picture she made. In an expensive fur coat with a matching fur hat as she stood at the entrance of the shabby little cottage. As she lifted her gloved hand to knock, the door was opened by Bill. Hello, Kip. Come in. Thank you, Bill. Want to sit here? Oh, this will be fine. Suit yourself. Well, you fixed the place up quite nicely, Bill. The desk, the place. Yeah, I'm going to be doing quite a bit of work here now, so I thought I'd better get things organized. You mean your job for Uncle David? Yeah. Just starting in like this, after being out of things for so long, I want to sort of brush up, get back in the swing of it. Well, that's very earnest of you, Bill. 
You sound like the beginning of a Horatio Alger success story. Uh, by the way, have you seen Uncle David recently? Oh, not for a couple of days. Yesterday I was out of the bank, and the day before he wasn't there. I see. Oh, uh, what is your job there? Farm loans. Oh, come now, that doesn't mean anything to me. What do you do? Well, your Uncle David feels that it's up to the bank to encourage the farmer to put in modern equipment and build up their farms. He thinks the whole community will benefit from it. They want the man to give special attention to the bank's farm loans. Well, that should be a natural for you. You went to the agricultural college? Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy about it. Why did you ask if I had seen your uncle? I was just wondering. I saw him yesterday. I thought he might have mentioned something about it. No. Kip, what I wanted to talk to you about... Yes, sir? I... I wondered if you'd thought over what we discussed last time. Naturally, I've thought it over. A lot. Frankly, I haven't thought of much else. And did you change your mind? Certainly not. I told you I wouldn't. I'm surprised that you even asked. Well, the reason I asked, Kip, is that I'm unable to believe that you refuse to look at the thing clearly. Sensibly. It would be so much more decent somehow if you'd be willing to file for the divorce yourself and not make it necessary for me to. Look, Bill, don't talk to me about decency. It's a bit sick you're pretending to be so worried about the niceties of the situation. And speaking of looking at things clearly, what's wrong with your trying to see things my way? I might ask you if you've thought over what I said. You mean about giving ourselves a second chance? Trying it for six months? Yes. It wouldn't work, Kit. Even though I do believe the child should have a real home and all that, I also feel that you and I wouldn't be able to make a proper home for him the way things are with us. Well, you feel the way you always have, and so do I. It seems we've reached the stalemate. Yeah, I guess we have. At the moment. But Kip, the reason... Oh, Bill, I... don't be so stubborn. I'll admit I've made a few mistakes, but I think you have too. Why don't you forget all that? Forget everything that happened in the past and start out fresh. We could swing it. I know we could. No, it wouldn't work, I tell you. It wouldn't unless you wanted it to. Not even then. Well, sir, I still want a divorce. This is beginning to be monotonous. I told you I won't give you one. I'm giving you your last chance, Kit. I'm not going to wait any longer. Oh, but I'm afraid you are. There's nothing else you can do. You're wrong about that. You see, I went to a lawyer and I told him that I wanted you to get the divorce. He said if you wouldn't, I was going to. You wouldn't dare. But I would. Why can't you realize that I'm not kidding? I've made up my mind and nothing can change it now. I don't believe it. I know you too well, Bill Mead. Well, then I've changed because I mean every word of it. You call me stubborn. Well, kid, I think you're being stubborn. Why do you want to hang on to a marriage that's all washed up? Why don't you face it? Perhaps I have reasons you're not capable of understanding. Oh, I'm sure of one thing. It's not because you're deeply in love with me. You couldn't be and say some of the things you said. Oh, a woman says a lot of things when she's excited that she doesn't mean. Why don't you be honest about it? I've gone over there trying to be honest with you. No. No, I think all this routine you've been handing me about our, our not being suited to each other is nothing more or less than a cover-up. A cover-up to your real reason for wanting to be free of our marriage. By real reason, I suppose you're referring to Peggy. Exactly. Kit, one thing you've never been able to understand is that my wanting a divorce has nothing to do with anyone else. It's a result of our own differences, and that's all. But since you've insisted on bringing Peggy into it, we might as well iron that out right now. It isn't that I've brought Peggy in. 
She's been involved in it from the very beginning. Well, perhaps she has, in a way. You know that I've never tried to pretend about my feelings for Peggy. I've told you before that I'm in love with her. I always have been. And I'll tell you quite frankly that I wish very much that it might be possible when I am free for Peggy and... Mm-hmm. Her... Yes. Not when. No, I mean when. When I'm free, I hope I'll be able to prove to her that I'm worthy of her love. She thought so once. Sure, I do want Peggy, but that's not the reason I want a divorce from you. Believe me, it isn't. I think you'd have a hard time convincing an unprejudiced person of that. Not if we knew the whole story. Knew the background of our marriage. And a lot of things that have happened since then. Not if we knew the part your father had in this thing. All the tricky, the devious, unscrupulous things we both told. My, my. You're getting to be quite the rugged hero, aren't you, Bill? Strong language and everything. It's a pity this side of you developed so late in the game. I'd have enjoyed having you so masterful and strong-hearted. Been seeing any cars and pictures lately? Well, at least you haven't changed, Kit. I doubt if you ever will. So do I. I wasn't cut out to be the sweet, gentle type like your friend Peggy. But some people might think I make up for it with games. Maybe that's why you're so smitten with Peggy. By contrast, she makes you feel like an intellectual giant. Kit, you're just making things worse, talking like us. I suppose uh, in a situation like the one I'm in, Peggy would flip about studying sweetness and life. No, but she'd make an honest attempt to find out how the other guy felt about the thing. Try to understand, to, to be reasonable. Reasonable? Reasonable? Oh, that seems to be the newest addition to your vocabulary, Bill. Where'd you pick it up? From my uncle? Or maybe Aunt Mary? Surely not from Peggy herself. Oh, look, Kit, this is developed into nothing but bickering. Let's end it. I've given you my honest decision. I've admitted that I love Peggy because she's a warm, generous, lovely human being. I've told you that I want a divorce. And there's something else I want, Kit. Something else I want, and I'm going to have. Is Bill going to tell Kit his decision? That he wants the child? You do tell her, Bill... You really believe you stand a chance of winning out against Kit and her father, Ben Calvert? 